All right. Welcome to today's podcast. And today we're talking about the question that makes weight loss easy. And this question is going to seem so obvious once I say it, but before I tell you what this question is, it's important to point out the reason that you never asked this question. <laughs> That's the key part because you're so conditioned to think of weight loss as being difficult, right? And if we take it a step further, really you want weight loss to be difficult because you associate the harder and more difficult the weight loss is, the faster the results you're gonna get. Kind of the no pain, no gain thing, okay? So that is what prevents you from asking this very simple and obvious question, all right? And um, that question is, how can I make weight loss easy and enjoyable? <laughs> Again, it seems so obvious once you hear that, right? But you never ask this question because you're always presupposing that weight loss has to be really difficult. And again, like I said, you're, you're really looking for that. So when you start asking the question, how can I make weight loss easier? How can I make weight loss fun? How can I lose weight and keep it off for the rest of my life? Right. When we start asking these types of questions, we put our mind to work on finding those answers because your subconscious mind is a servo mechanism. So it just answers whatever questions you ask of it. But oftentimes what we're doing is we're asking very unhelpful questions, you know, where we're saying, um, why don't I lose the weight? Why don't I stick with a plan? How come I can never get the results I want? You know, and, and we're always framing questions that way. And we rarely ask the questions that are going to move us in the direction we want to go in. So that is the first step. Now, the second step is to give yourself some time, you know, because when you first ask the question, how can I lose weight in an easy and enjoyable way? Well, your brain says, I don't know right? Because you haven't thought about it at all. So it was just a vacuum there. So you have to give yourself some time and keep asking these questions. Sometimes you have to ask the questions in slightly different ways. But if you get obsessed with the question, how can I, I, I keep asking slightly different ways here, but how can I master my weight in an enjoyable and fun way? How can I enjoy the process? How can I make it easy? How can I do it even when I'm not motivated? You see, you can ask whatever question you want. And the more you ask these questions and the more you kind of come at them from slightly different angles and really, you know, figure them out, um, the more you start to generate new ideas, new awareness, new strategies and solutions that actually make that a reality for you. And this is what I'm trying to tell you. It's not a short term thing. So again, I can't just get on here and say, oh, this is how you make weight loss easy, you know, because it's not for me to tell you that. It's for me to show you the process to get you to come up with your answer because what makes it easy for me is different than what's going to make it easy for you, right? I'm a, I'm a different person, different lifestyle, different situation. So it's really about asking yourself the question, how can I, me, understanding my who I am, my lifestyle, my situation, how can I, taking all those things into account, make weight loss easy? And when you get obsessed on this question, what happens? This is one of the coolest parts of this process. And again, you got to have patience with it. So I, I keep saying that because I know you need to be reminded of that. Um, but one of the coolest parts of this process is not only that you start generating answers to it, but more importantly, you start to program your mind to start to notice the answers because you have a part of your brain called the reticular activation system, RAS for short. And that part of your brain's job is to delete things from your awareness that are considered to be unimportant or not valuable to you. And so you, um, you can, you experience this with, with your nose, right? So if you close one eye, look at your nose, you see it, close the other eye, look at your nose, you see it, open both eyes, your brain deletes it. There's no value in noticing your nose all day. 
And so your brain is always doing this. This is why when you're driving, you notice your car on the road, right? You're not scanning, looking for it, but it just pops in your awareness because it's important to you. And so I guess what I'm trying to say here is that you, we don't live in reality. We live in our own reality. We each all kind of live in our own reality. So, you know, again, if you're, uh, um, I don't know, if you're getting your kitchen remodeled, all of a sudden you notice all the kitchen remodeling stores and in, in places around town where you didn't notice them before. So when you start asking new questions, how can I make weight loss easy? You start literally, literally opening yourself up to a new reality. And it's not because the reality is new, but it's new to you because you start noticing new ways to make that happen. So I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. I began asking the question, I want to start exercising more. And so one of the things I asked myself is, how can I get more exercise into my life in an enjoyable way? And I've been asking this for a little while. And so one distinction I already made is that, you know, I, I did some of the machines like cardio machines. I don't like doing those. They're boring to me. And when I feel myself, okay, I'm going to go do that. I feel, I don't want to do it. So right away, I know that that's not a good thing for me. What does work well for me is when I do things in a sport, like competitive way, I play basketball, soccer, pretty much anything competitive. It's really interesting to me. And it's a lot easier for me to get myself to do it. And so all of a sudden, you know, I'm looking through a, a schedule at, at a gym and all of a sudden I notice pickleball. All of a sudden I notice floor hockey, right? Now those have been there, but all of a sudden, because I'm asking myself, what's the easiest way for me to get myself to get some more exercise in my life. Now I start to become aware of those. Right. So seeing something and being aware of it are two different things. You're seeing your nose all day long. You're not aware of it because your brain kind of deletes the awareness from your from your from your consciousness. So what you want to do is you want to get obsessed with questions and it becomes almost like a game. You know how solution oriented, how great a question can you ask? It's very much like computer program. We will be very, very, very specific. Um, with what it is that you want. And so again, this takes trial and error. So this is why I say, I always teach my clients, you know, when you make mistakes, it's fine because that mistake allows you to increase your awareness so that you can come up with a better strategy. Or if you can't come up with a strategy, come up with a better question that's going to lead to the strategy. And so when you get into this mindset, you really, you have no time to beat yourself up because you're winning or you're learning. And so you're, you're doing well, or you're making a mistake and you're asking a more refined question. And that's part of this process because the question you ask in the beginning of the process compared to where you're at a month or two from now are worlds apart, you know? And so I'm starting off with something simple, like how do I make weight loss easy? But as you ask those questions, you start breaking it down into more granularity. You know, how can I, what things would make it easier for me to manage my weight? Well, if I can manage my hunger, what are some ways I can manage my hunger? Well, if I drank more water, if I ate more fiber, if I did this, it, you see what I mean? So it kind of branches down. But what happens is this is a shortcut. The questions you ask, most of your thinking is in response to a question you've asked. And so as you take control of the questions, you take control of what you think about in a very powerful way. So as you intentionally start asking more refined, solution-oriented questions to get what you want, you start to literally transform your mind. You literally start to program yourself differently. All right. So again, the question that makes weight loss easy is really more specifically the questions you ask yourself to make weight loss easy. And you focus on the questions because again, they are the gatekeepers to your thinking. And as you begin to ask more effective questions, you're going to come up with more effective strategies and solutions. And when you come up with more effective strategies and solutions, you get more effective results. All right. So give this a shot and uh, see how it affects you. So yeah, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I saw someone up here. I hope they're still here. Um, Travis. 
I believe you signed up yesterday. So, so I can't wait. I can't wait to see. You. I don't know if you're still here. Um, and I saw that right when I started, just so you all know, just in case you ever catch me on lives here. Um, what I tend to do is I, I live stream this to YouTube at the same time. So the first 10 minutes or so I'm like recording kind of a, a podcast lesson. And so I see, I see the comments, but I, I wait, I want to teach that thing first and then I want to respond to them. So I hope you're still here. I don't want you to think I was ignoring you. I was not, um, super proud of you for taking action and getting in the program. So I cannot wait to meet you. Um, you may be one of the ones that wanted to do you. Yeah, you're still here. All right. Good, good, good. Cause I felt bad. I feel bad. I don't want you to think I'm just ignoring you. Um, so yes, I can't wait. So yeah, tomorrow, like I said, there'll be calls Tuesdays, Thursdays during the afternoon. And I'm going to add the Tuesday night call at 7 PM Eastern and you'll get, um, yep. 7 PM. And, uh, that'll be cool. Cause I, again, I'll let, I'll let everyone in the program know, but, um, you'll, you know, you, you'll, you and, and I think two other people signed up yesterday as well. And I think, um, I don't know how many of them want to do the seven o'clock at night, but, but either way, it, it won't be too many people and that'll be a lot of fun. All right. So you'll get information tomorrow morning. I'll email you the link, um, to that call. It's a zoom call and, um, yeah, it's gonna be really fun. Get, get ready, buckle up, you know, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So I'm sure you're on, you're in the program and everything's working. Um, and you know, you always, you, you can always message me a help desk, um, email me, shoot me a message on TikTok. However you want to get a hold of me, I'm here for you. So that's exciting. But yeah, if anyone's got any questions, anything they're working on with weight loss, today's Monday, right? Today's always a day of people kind of getting started, you know, with their weight loss. Um, but geez, I don't know. At least my time, it's two o'clock. So, you know, <laughs> are people still on track? I don't know. You know what I mean? Each day's its own thing. So, uh, you know, hopefully you are if that's what you're trying to do. But um, yeah, if you got any, any anything you're working on today, weight loss wise, let me know. You know, it's funny, these lives, they've kind of changed things up where it'll pop up and say like, It'll say like the person's username and it'll say like invite them to go live together. But that's like all the comments are now. That's just kind of a new thing. It just kind of changed in a weird. But anyways, yeah. So that's a. Uh... Oh, hey, Yvonne, I see you. Yvonne's on here all the time. And I see Shauna Hickey X. That seems familiar to me. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Oh, Vicky says, yeah, 7 p.m. Eastern. Oh, my God. What time is that in London? <laughs> That's going to be. Yeah, you'll still be up, Vicky, right? <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, well, whatever. <clears throat> it's uh, the other call starts at three o'clock. So it's four hours later. So, yeah. So we do two calls on Tuesdays, which will be fun because I know a lot of people. I, I know the seven that the, they're, they're working, you know, and so being on a little bit later will be, be better for everyone. Who's working. So that's cool. And I like doing that. I was really glad I did that live yesterday because it was, I, I was, I was happy to hear that feedback because um, I'm always tweaking the program. You're always making it better. Always, always, always. Um, my last few diets started Monday morning and failed at lunchtime. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. That's so, it's so the, the thing, you know, I'm telling you, like, that's why I like, I, I work most of my clients almost always, usually 50s, 60s ballpark, um, sometimes in their 40s, you know, the, the smart ones that, that learn a little quicker than everyone else. Um, but, you know, that that's part of it is that like you've, you've tried so many times to lose weight and so many diets and it's same thing because, you know, there was a stat. This is Brian Wansink, you know, um, the guy from Cornell Food Lab. He has a lot of cool. He's the guy like if, if you like he, he does a lot of cool testing stuff, you know, now I guess scientifically, I guess some of his stuff's not exactly up to code. I, I don't know. You know, you got, you got kind of a lot of bad publicity a couple of years ago, but anyways, I like his books and I think they're interesting. But one of the things he said is that, that, that let me get the numbers right. 
I don't want to blank on these. I say these every time. 39% of people can't make it past a week on a diet. 75% can't make it past a month. And 95% ultimately fail on a diet, you know? And so I say that to you because so often, by the time you get in your 40s or 50s, you know, it's it's very common. You know, you kind of half start it, you start it. And then like, yeah, literally, like you don't even get through a day. I wish I got that number. Um, and so it, that's so hardwired into you now that it almost becomes like you're, you're scared of that. Oh, I'm going to try it. And then you don't even make it past the day. And then that starts to become just the pattern. And so I'll tell you, like with my program, it doesn't matter. You know, like there's no... I want my program to be sticky, you know, meaning whether you're eighth grade or whether you didn't, it doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't matter um, because you still have an approach. You know what I mean? Like, like again, you're, you're winning or learning is kind of the shortcut for it, but I'm going to teach you a lot of strategies that, you know, when you're doing well, obviously that's great. Cool. But even when you're not doing well, you don't even care because you're learning so much about what triggered that. And that's the fun part. That's kind of in my mind, but I, I don't mind when I screw up or when I get off track with things because I end up learning so much about myself. It's a lot of deeper work that I'm figuring out there a lot of times. And so um, that, that removes a lot of that fear though. You know, oh, I'm going to fail. Oh, I'm going to make it through today because there's so much of that anxiety, you know, when people are trying to diet. And so I want to just get rid of that. And I want you to just be able to, um, you know, be present in the program and not worry. I mean, you're going to have good and bad days. You know, like that, that's another part too. that whole, you know, I can talk about the mind, diet mindset forever and I'm going to get back to it. I want to get to some questions. Um, and says you need to be consistent. If you forget, just jump back on the wagon and try it again. Yeah, absolutely. It's just about, it, it is staying consistent and you'll see like one of the days, um, hypnosis sessions and mantras is there is no wagon. Right. And so what I'm saying when I, when I like, give you that mantra, what I'm saying is to get yourself out of the mindset of like, Sometimes you're doing something and sometimes you're not. That's kind of the all or nothing thinking. And I want you to be all or something thinking. And so, yeah, I mean, sometimes life's going with you. You know, everything's working out and you're able to be perfect with your reading or close to it. And you're working out and all the things that matter to you. But there's going to be times when you're not able to do that either. You know, work gets stressful, life gets stressful, whatever. And you're not operating at the all level, but you still want to be doing something. You know, so, people are so binary with it where they're either all on or they're just not thinking about it at all. We need to stop that because what you want to do is you want to be the all's all going to be there too. You know, sometimes you're going to be all just, just focused, motivated to do it. Um, but there's always going to be times in your life when you extend that time frame out where you're just not, you don't have it in you. You know, I'm kind of feeling like that today. Like I just, it's been an emotional weekend. It was a fun emotional weekend. We went and got a, a new dog today and um, or not today, Saturday. Um, and that was hard too. You know, I, I didn't realize this is the first time, you know, when I was growing up, you used to just go to the pet store or the shelter and just go get a dog and leave with a dog. And now what you got to do, at least here in Massachusetts, most of it is like you look online and you find a dog. And now it's like, you have to, you have to apply. It, it, it took a couple of weeks and then we got the dog and then we had to wait another week or two, you know, we hadn't met the dog. So it was just a lot of like emotional and mental, uh, thinking about it, but it was fun. It was great. But then, you know, it was a big emotional weekend. It was exciting. But then I, Monday, I just feel kind of down, um, a little depleted. And so that's just always how life is, you know? And so when you get yourself off this all or nothing path, it, oh, it's, it feels so much better because it's more realistic. You know what I mean? You can't always have the foot on the gas going hundred miles an hour and no one ever, it's either you're losing weight or you're not thinking about it at all. No, 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 no. Stop that. You want to get it to the point where it's like, you're always doing something because, and you're going to learn this in the program, especially with the lifestyle pieces. Um, when you're not feeling well, when you're looking to, you know, 
when you're getting off track, when you're tired, you're depleted. Like to me. So I was depleted today and I feel that I'm sensitive to that now instead of fighting against, and I'm fortunate, you know, the way my life's set up, but it's like, I realize I'm tired. So what I did is I went and took a half hour nap. You know what I mean? Like I, I know genuinely what I want to do to get myself back to where I want to be, you know? And um, now don't get me wrong. I also know I'm feeling depleted. So what am I doing? As soon as I'm depleted, you're probably like this too. When we're depleted, we tend to crave unhealthier foods. You know, I was doing the same thing. I was thinking donuts. I was, I was thinking all this stuff today, which I never do on a Monday. But again, it was an emotional weekend. So, so it's recognizing those things, you know, that's so helpful. Um, it's not just acting right in the moment. You know, that, that's such a short-sighted way of thinking about it. Anyways, um, I have now a much on all or yeah, I'm right off. Yeah, yeah, all or nothing. That's it. Yeah. 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 When I tried, I crave sugar. Yeah. Well, listen, okay. So let me, let me talk to that a little bit. Cause this is, I find, I find this really interesting. Again, one of the things you're going to really learn in this program is there's a conscious mind and a subconscious mind and they operate differently, right? So the conscious part of your mind is the part of you that wants you to lose weight, knows you should go on a diet to do it. Um, tries to get you to do it, you know, knows why you should lose weight. That's the logical, rational part of your mind. And that's where most people just think that's what they are. Um, but you're not, you're primarily a subconscious being. And most of your behaviors, most of your, most of your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are subconscious. And your subconscious mind, this is the important part, is not logical and rational like your conscious mind. If it was, life would be easy, right? If you, because that's what like being like a robot would almost be like. Like if you just knew what you should do, if you just typed in on a computer what you're going to eat that day, and then you just did it, like you would have no problem losing weight. The problem is you type that in and then, you know, noontime comes and you feel like eating a cookie. Right. And then, then you can't fight that feeling off. Right. So most of your behaviors are run by your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is just associative. It's not logical and rational. It just associates things together like Pavlov's dogs, you know? So you just link these things together and they kind of drive you, you know, a lot of your behaviors. So, um, two things about the subconscious mind that are pretty interesting. Number one is it doesn't understand negatives. Right. So if I say to you, okay, you're going to go on a diet and I want you to not, eat, you're going to go on a diet where you stop eating sugar. I want you to stop eating sugar. Okay. So that sounds like, oh, I, I understand what that means. I got to stop eating sugar. Great. Your subconscious mind is just thinking about sugar. Right. Because if I tell you not to think about a banana, don't think about a banana. Don't think about a banana. What are you thinking about? A banana. Right. So it's very important. You're going to learn this in the program that we're going to talk about what you want to do. You know, we can start with, I, I mean, I'm eating too much sugar and I got to stop this. Great. But you got to understand that like the difference of eating sugar all the time and not eating sugar is not, it, it's an illusion to think of it as, well, now I don't eat sugar because what happens is now you've got a new behavior in that place. Let me break it down a little bit more. Let's just say you eat sugar. You get home at night, eight o'clock, you sit down with the ice cream and you sit and watch your favorite show on the sofa. Okay. So you say to yourself, okay, I got to stop eating ice cream. Right. And that's how you're thinking about it. I eat ice cream usually. And now I got to stop eating ice cream. You subconsciously, there's very little difference there in, in what you're understanding. So the alternative is to say, well, what do you want to do during that time instead? Now, I know it may sound silly to say I'm going to sit on the sofa and watch my show and drink water. But notice there was no words of sugar there. But, but that's the ideal you want to get to. Now, we're, we're, we're stating it. I, I, it's easier said than done, all that stuff. But even right from the get go, we want to have a focus on what we want to do not focused on what we don't want to do. Because when we focus on what we don't want to do, we focus on what we don't want to do. <laughs> Does that make sense? So again, it's a fine place to start, but then we want to articulate, well, what do you want to do during that time? What do you want to do You know, with those things? Um, 
so that that's such a big difference. And then the second piece of your subconscious mind doesn't understand the difference between vivid imagination and reality. So the more you're thinking about not eating sugar, not eating, because you're not saying not even sugar, you're, you're doing it within context. So it's how you consume your sugar. You see, because to say, oh, don't eat sugar. Well, that's kind of easy because you rarely do you sit at a, a bowl of sugar and, and eat spoonfuls of sugar. That's not how you're consuming it. You're consuming it within a cookie or within ice cream or within, you know, candy, whatever. And so it's more important to say, you know, so, so if you're saying, okay, I don't want to eat my favorite candy bar at night anymore. Right. And so it's like, when you say, I don't want to eat the candy bar, you're thinking about your favorite candy bar. Maybe it's a Milky way. And as you say, I'm not gonna eat my Milky way tonight, my Milky way tonight. And now you're imagining eating what's a Milky way tastes like, right? So you, you imagine biting into it, chewing it, that flavor, all the rest of it. And the more you think about not eating your Milky way, the more you start salivating, you start craving it. You see what I'm saying? So the diet generates a lot of like on top of the normal cravings, it, it enhances the cravings you have for the unhealthy foods because you're fixated on not eating that thing. And it's literally creating the cravings and the mouthwatering and all the physiological state of craving and desiring that food. All right. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's a, that's one of the things you're going to learn is how to use your mind specifically. And that's going to help you be much more specific about what you want to do. And you're gonna be amazed. I mean, that makes all the difference in the world. Um, the way you're trying to lose weight, I always use metaphorically. It's kind of like if you gave someone directions and you said, okay, I don't want you to go backwards to don't pull out of your driveway. Okay. Now don't go straight. You know, make sure you don't take a left there. Okay. Now don't take a right. Now <laughs> you say, well, what am I supposed to do? Just tell me what I'm supposed to do. And that's kind of what it's like with your weight loss. You're always fixated on what you have to stop doing. You're fixated on all your bad habits that you've got to stop, but you're never teaching yourself or training yourself what to do. And I mean, I, it's, it's such a huge difference. It's nuts, you know? So anyways, in case no one has told you lately, Jesus loves you and you matter. I hope you have an amazing day. Well, thank you, Jacqueline. Um, and then I see Mr. Someone saying, what are you looking at, Mr. Blair? <laughs> What's that mean? I don't know what that means. Uh, so yeah. So yeah, you'll see that in the program, you know, and then obviously you have this session you start listening to. So that's great. Proud of you, you know, super, um, super, super job taking action, you know? Um, and that's the beauty here, right? Because it's Monday, the first day of the program. It doesn't matter if you eat like shit today or not. <laughs> it really doesn't, you know, because this isn't about weight loss. This is about weight mastery. And so if you lose, you know, 10 pounds in a month, who gives a shit if you can't keep it off? You know, this is about truly creating a way of thinking, feeling, living and eating that allows you to live at your goal weight. And so it's a long-term game we're playing. And so the short-term stuff, it matters. I mean, you're using it. You obviously want to eat well each day, um, but it's much more about the long-term strategies that are sticky. So it's like, you want to live this way. You know, like I said, I, I haven't dieted in 30 years. You know, I'm never dieting because I'm always thinking about long-term success. You know, how can I set myself up long-term? And I focus on a lot of, by doing that, because the next question that comes, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I started this, the lesson today was the question that makes weight loss easy. Well, your weight loss is dictated by the questions you're asking and you're asking shit ass questions. <laughs> I'm just here to tell you, if you don't, if you haven't thought about the questions you're asking and you probably haven't, because it's just something that no one ever thinks about, but the questions you're asking are really dictating your thinking more than anything else. Um, again, like, like 90, you know, 98% of your, your thinking is just thinking in response to questions that you habitually ask yourself. And the habitual questions people are typically asking, again, are very, what's wrong with me? How come I can't stick with a plan? You know, why, why, why do I have no willpower? Why am I so addicted to sweets? You know, and they keep asking these types of questions that reinforce 
the problem that they're having, you know, that limited self-image, the limited behaviors and all the rest of it. You know, I believe if you eat well and healthy, your body will go towards a good weight. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great attitude. So do I. And the beauty of that as well, and I talk a lot about this in detail, we'll I can almost guarantee we'll talk about this tomorrow, is that you really want to orient yourself on the process because I, I don't want to go too deep in this because it takes a little bit, of, a little bit, but you're what you can't lose weight. Right. Like, like saying, I'm going to lose weight. It's, it's an effect. Do you know what I mean? Like, so again, it, it does happen, but how do you lose weight? Cause you can't lose weight. Right. Again, there's always a joke. You can chop your leg or arm off, you know, that's the only way to lose weight, but it's like, you can't lose weight. What you can do is you can eat better, live healthier. And that over time, magically through some invisible process turns into weight loss, you know, but it's more accurate to say, I'm going to start living as a thin person. Right. Because I look at it this way and I don't know if, if you buy into this, but to me, it's like I'm at my goal weight. Someone's 100 pounds. Well, we both wake up six in the morning, you know, and it's like, OK, in my mind, I'm like, well, we're both the same weight because I think of every day is kind of itself. Now, I, I know that there's I have habits and I have thought patterns and I have, you know, the physiology that supports my goal weight. So I get all that. But at the end of the day, it's what are we going to do today? How are we going to eat? How are we going to live our lives today? And that's how I think of it. Because if I don't eat like a thin person, well, I'm not going to be a thin person. You know what I mean? So, so my attention, almost all of it is fixated on the process, the eating, the lifestyle pieces, the thoughts that I'm having, the feelings I typically have. And so um, that's why I say like when I'm, I'm very sensitive now, like, cause I know I, I've been in my life where I've been tired. I get tired and I just start eating. You know, and, and so now it's like I feel tired and now I'm way more connected to how I can fix that, you know, and I'll go and I'll, I will take a nap, you know, I'll go to sleep or sometimes like the other day I, I was trying to make this video, but I was just about to go shopping and I was just exhausted, you know, and I remember like just taking a one minute nap, one minute power nap, you know, that's something I've developed. Why? Because I'm tired and I want a solution, a real solution. I don't want to just distract myself from it. I don't want to just spike my sugar you know, in some shitty way, so just so I get a momentary burst. I want to genuinely give myself some energy. And so the one minute nap I have access to, I got a 14 minute nap. You know what I mean? I, I got a, a half hour nap. So I have all these strategies that I've developed, but it's all because of the questions I'm asking, you know? Um, is it okay to watch other people eating or cooking shows or food challenges as you try to be healthy? That's a good question. Um, that is a great question. Yeah. Does it affect your subconscious mind? Yeah, I would say so. I would say it does. Absolutely. Because again, you have to understand TV is, is hypnosis, like at its purest form, because hypnosis, understand hypnosis is not the state of being in a trance. Okay. The hypnosis is the process of influencing your subconscious mind. Now, it just so happens that when someone's in a trance, they're more receptive to hypnotic suggestions. So it's easier to program their subconscious mind or influence their subconscious mind. But the trance is not necessary. Okay. Hypnosis is really the bypassing of the critical faculty, the conscious mind in speaking directly to the, the subconscious mind. And so, you know, when you watch a movie or a TV show, that's hypnosis at its finest because you're sitting there and you're not, you're not like saying, oh, this is just light on a screen. That's just sound waves hit my ear. None of this is real. They're actors. That's not real. That's not real. That's you're not doing that. That would be a critical response to it. You're subconsciously, you're just relaxed and you're watching it and you're in a trance anyways, but the trance, I don't want you to get caught up on the trance word. I want you to get caught up on the focus that you're not being critical. You're just, you're imagining it's true. 
You know what I mean? You're, you're watching a movie and you're, you're vicariously experiencing what the characters are experiencing, you know, and you have mirror neurons and you're allowing them to light up and you're, you're just, a, you're vicariously going along with it. Same thing's going with the cooking. You're watching the food and you're vicariously, you're imagining you're there and you're, you can taste it. You know, you can imagine what it, what it's going to taste like. And I think that is activating your hunger on a higher level. So yeah, I would be careful that I, you know, I haven't had commercial TV in 20 years and, um, I mean, geez, yeah, it's easy for me to say, get rid of your commercial TV, but that would be one of the best things you could do because every commercial is a hypnosis session. Every TV show, every movie is a hypnosis session. Think about it. Why do you like it? If you watch sports, right, you're watching it and you're literally feeling like you're in the sporting event. You're literally releasing adrenaline to your body watching that. You know, that's why we like TV and, and shows. It's a vicarious experience, you know, and that's all hypnosis is. It's just using your imagination to install positive shit, though. Right? And that's the amazing part. Think about it. Where are you getting positive suggestions in your life? Where are you getting positive reinforcement for new, healthier behaviors, new, healthier thought patterns, you know, new, healthy feelings that you'd like to have? You know, you're just not getting that. When's the last time you saw a commercial for a salad? You know, when's the last time you saw a commercial for fruits and vegetables? Does it work for everyone? Yeah, it works for everyone. Self-hypnotic program and think what you're going to learn in the program works for everyone because you're going to do it to yourself. So different things influence other different people. That's why I would say, like, honestly, and I don't, I feel bad for my, my hypnosis colleagues, but you know, like if I just make hypnosis sessions that I don't, I've not seen those work. You know, the only thing I've seen work long-term is when the this hypnosis suggestions are tailored for the person and the person learns how to, the person learns how to program their own mind because you're constantly got suggestions coming at you. We don't live in a vacuum. Every, like I said, every commercial you see, the culture, um, there's so many subconscious triggers that are impacting you. And so if you don't understand that process and you don't have any influence over that process, I don't know how you could truly transform yourself. I, I'm just being honest. That's why the first thing you learn, make sure you watch is the program yourself then technique. That's the first thing you want to go through and learn. It's a minute or two technique. Okay. And it's so simple and it's fun, you know, but, but test it out, do it. And then come to the call and say, I don't know, Jim, it doesn't seem to work to me. Great. Because let me show you through it. Cause it, it's, it seems so simple, but it is so packed with psychology and hypnotic technique. And so I'm going to explain that to you throughout the program, but that's going to be one of the cornerstones of your success is using that program yourself then technique to really program your subconscious mind to be the person you want to be. You're going to use that forever. I use it every night. You know, it's easy and it's fun. I love doing it. Again, program yourself then using hypnosis. It's transformation. It's, it's change weight loss through imagination because imagination is the language of the subconscious mind. So it's a more fun, enjoyable way to create the results you want. What you're always doing is you subconsciously think of yourself as an overweight person and then you consciously try and fight against that. And that's why it never works because your subconscious mind's in control. You know, so you're always trying to fight against your subconscious mind instead of transforming it, utilizing it, installing new programs that run and allow you to live it the way you want to be at, you know? So yeah, that works for everyone. I mean, as long as you do the work, you got to do the work. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. I love that instead of trying to food, you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. That, that's such a, you're, you're going to see that it's a reframe, you know, it's a reframe because we have to reframe it. Understand that the big challenge of weight loss and using weight loss as the motivation is that your brain, your brain's got a bunch of cognitive biases that are wired into it. One of them is future discounting, meaning that you discount future compared to now. 
right? So if I said, I'll give you a hundred dollars now, or I'll give you $200 in two years, which one do you want? Well, most people want the hundred dollars now, right? That means more. And so the weight loss, when people say, okay, I just want to lose weight. And that's the only goal they have. Then they fixate on the weight loss, but that's in the future. And it's unpredictable. You don't know when in the future or if it's even going to happen. And so all of a sudden you're facing a cookie or an ice cream or whatever. And you're saying, okay, I have the pleasure of this food now, or I could have some potential pleasure in the future. And your brain says, mm, let's just have the cookie now and then we'll start it out tomorrow. We can have both, <laughs> you know, your brain just keeps doing that. That's the problem. So you have to, you have to set this process up in your mind. You have to frame it differently so that you're working with your mind as opposed to against it. And one of the easiest ways to do that is to understand consumption and consequence. Cause what through millions of years, millions of years through millions of advertisements, food advertisements, we've been conditioned to think about food in terms of just the consumption that five minutes, that two minutes when we eat it, looking forward to it and then eating it. And that's it. That's the movie. You want to extend that movie out five minutes longer so that when you're thinking about, oh, I could eat this cookie, I could eat this ice cream, not saying oh, I could eat this ice cream and enjoy it, or I could deprive myself and maybe lose weight sometime in the future. That's a losing proposition. What you want to do is you say, I could eat this ice cream now and it tastes good. However, in 10 minutes, how am I going to feel physically, mentally, emotionally? Right. So different people have different responses, but the big ones I'd focus on for you is mental and emotional, right? Because you eat that ice cream and this, this is when you want to lose weight. I'm not saying you could never eat ice cream and enjoy it because I eat ice cream and I enjoy it when I eat it. Okay. But I'm eating it at my, at my goal weight where I want to be. So there's no shame. There's no guilt. There's no frustration with it. Okay. But if you want to lose weight and then you eat that ice cream five, 10 minutes after you finish it, where are you at mentally? What are you saying to yourself in your head? Are you saying, hey, great job. I'm glad you enjoyed that ice cream. Good for you. You deserved it. Are you saying that? <laughs> or are you saying, God damn it, you jerk. Look what you did again. You ruined us again. No wonder we can't lose weight. You keep doing stuff like that. You lose and just mean, 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 right? So you got to recognize that. And then what are the feelings that creates? Feelings of failure, feelings of discouragement, feelings of depression, feelings of anger. I don't know, different for different people. But those consequences is right there after finishing that food. And that's what you want to start orienting yourself to. Right. You got the truth on your side. You just need to reframe this process a bit. Because again, you just, when you think about, oh, should I eat this food? You're just thinking about the eating it. You're not thinking about what's the consequence right after it. Because there's a wicked consequence. And once you start paying attention to that, it's going to change the, what you want to do. Guarantee you. All right. Um, yes, I suppose like thinking I'm addicted to food. I'm addicted to food. I tell myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it, right? This is what I'm trying to say. Everyone says different stuff in their head. So I'm here saying things. I'm like, oh, I don't say that. Well, maybe you don't say those words, but you're saying something. And if you've been struggling to lose weight for a long time, you literally have mantras. So notice in the program now, you're getting brand new mantras put in your head. This is what I'm trying to say. When's the last time you listened to five minutes of like really positive stuff about you being in control of your weight and being really healthy for five minutes? Yeah. When, 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 when's that happened? You know what I mean? Like it never happens. And so, um, you know, now, now it's like each morning you get five minutes of listening. Like you, again, not only are you, it's more relaxing, calming, you're putting yourself in a peak state, but now you're getting all this positive mantras, positive mantras that put you in control of your weight that make you oriented towards your health. And then at night you have the sleep gnosis sessions. Listen to those 10 minutes, the same thing, putting you in a calm state right before you go to sleep, all this positive stuff. So you start dreaming about it. Then you wake up five minutes, you listen to it. So it's again, it's like this hypnotic weight loss cocoon, you know, and um, it changes things. It can make it easier. The reason you're struggling to lose weight is because your mindset, it's a mindset thing, you know, and no diet is ever teaching you how to change your mindset. 
You know, this program is really mindset focused. There's the lifestyle factors as well and the eating factors, but it's really about that mindset piece. How do I get myself to think and feel like a naturally thin person? Because if you think and feel like a naturally thin person, you're going to become a thin person. If you took my brain and transplanted an overweight person's body, we're going to start losing weight quick because I'm oriented towards living at my goal weight. I love it. I love it. I love drinking my water. I love eating my good food. I love getting sleep. I love relaxing. I love meditating. I love stretching. I love walking. <laughs> I love eating healthy foods and nourishing my body. I don't like and am disgusted by processed foods. I don't like to eat much sugar. Do you know what I mean? Like, so instantly, like instantly, you know what I mean? Like you put my brain in someone else's body. We're instantly on a different path. And so this is what you can do to yourself, but you got to stop. You get the same brain and you're just trying to fight against it forever. Right. It's not working. What you got to do is you got to transform your mindset. That's the secret. So that you stop fighting against yourself. You transform your mindset so that it starts working for you and you get rid of that battle. Right. You feel it. Every time you want to lose weight, it feels like you're fighting against yourself. It shouldn't feel that way. You know, again, I'm not saying it's super easy. I'm saying it's, it feels like um, practicing anything else that you practice. You know, you get better at it, but it doesn't feel like you're fighting against yourself. It just feels like, okay, you know, I wish I could do this better. I want to do this better. What can I do? You know, and you just keep working on it and you move in the direction you want to go in. You know, that's the real secret to getting control of your weight. You know, not what you've been doing, not the dieting approach where you're just trying to fight against yourself and force yourself to eat and act differently than you've been doing. You know, that doesn't work well. You've proven this to yourself, have you not? <laughs> so this is time for a different, a different approach, you know. So great job. I'm, I'm super. I'm gonna get out of here, but um, great job signing for the program. I can't wait to meet you tomorrow. And um, yeah, get on those calls because those calls are key. Um, those calls will help you really get the most out of the program, no doubt about it. And then listen to those sessions. All right. Um, I wish more people knew about you and your program. It's gonna make people slim forever. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, that Nuka. You change your picture. I always know your, your picture. Now, now I see uh, you got a seven in your name. So you guys neat. <clears throat> so yeah, anyways, if uh, anyone here who hasn't gotten the session yet, go click on my bio, go watch that session. Um, watch the training that follows it. Uh, podcast, program yourself then. If you listen to it, give it some stars, rate that thing. Right? It's getting some, uh, some downloads. That's cool. But give some ratings if you get a chance. And then, what was I going to say? Um, the YouTube channel, go listen to that. That's Jim Katsoulis. It's Nuka. I changed my username and picture. That's what I thought. I, I thought it was you. And, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, the seven, huh? That's cool. That's a cool way to do it. Um, what was it? I was going to say this too. Yeah, if, if you haven't opted in to get that hypnosis session, make sure you do that because one of the things I'm going to start doing as well is offering um, so, some live webinars. You know, so I love doing the lives. They're a lot of fun, but um, I really like, I like doing webinars. I like doing trainings. You know, that's probably what I'm doing for 20 years. And so you can get on live trainings. We'll, we'll kind of go through a whole topic, you know? And so um, those are, get, get on my, when you opt in for the hypnosis session that I give you, um, you get on my email list and I, you know, I email you every day, by the way, I give you like good stuff. <laughs> Not, it's all just, it's pure content, you know, it's, um, it's encouraging, it's supportive. It'll help you, you know, see things from a different angle and it'll help you lose weight as well. Um, but I also, I let you know about trainings I'm going to be doing, cause I'm really excited about doing that. So, you know, I don't know, maybe I'll do like one a week or something every other week or so. Um, just listen to your TikTok. Yoga is the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yoga is amazing. That's another one too. I have a program called comfortable yoga. Um, cause yoga is just, it's the stuff, you know, that was the crucial to me too. I mean, the hypnosis was, was crucial. The yoga was crucial for me to really get control of my weight, but yeah, yoga is just, um, 
it's just a gift that keeps on giving. Again, it's one of those things. I don't know, you know, if everyone, you go through life and there's things you can't imagine not having, but, um, oh yeah. Okay. Well, so yeah. Um, and I can't, I, I apologize. I don't I can't, Let me know your name. I, I see Travis. I, I can't figure out what the name might be. Is it, is it Travis? I don't know. Any, I've never heard that name, but the, in the program, by the way, you get the comfortable yoga program. Okay. So if you go to the bonus section, there's a comfortable yoga program and you'll get, you'll get a sense of that. Jill. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, Joe, go, go into the bonuses. There's a sleep at will programs in there. Um, comfortable yoga. It's real basic stuff too. So I'll, I'll teach you right off the bat. I show like a body circles, you know, real simple, um, a two minute yoga routine, you know, just simple, simple. Cause again, this program is all about practicality. What can you do consistently practically? Um, that's the secret. And so, uh, yeah, starting with chair yoga is great. And that's what comfortable yoga is. That's my take on like a gentle yoga. Cause literally comfortable yoga, the, the goal is to be more comfortable, you know? And I think a lot of times yoga, again, here comes Americans. It's like, we want to just take things to this extreme level. So it's like, you know, I've been doing yoga for a long time before Ashtanga yoga made its way over here and Ashtanga yoga comes over and it's like, Ashtanga yoga is like a, a real masterful level of yoga. You know what I mean? But now of course in America, it's like, we got people who have never done yoga before starting with the masterful level, you know, it's intense and it's fine. I mean, that's, it's a, that's a way to approach things. It's fine. But, um, you know, for me, yoga was always, I, I remember I learned yoga from Hittleman. I, I got this book. So I was this 19 year old guy and I'm following this book. It was a 1970s book. I forget his first name. Is it Richard? Richard Hittleman, I think. Um, 28 day yoga plan. And it's like, you know, there's this like this woman and it's all kind of very seventies ish, but that's how I learned yoga, but it was very slow. And, and so I would, I would set aside, set aside time every night. And I would do this and I would take it very slow. I didn't start with classes. So I didn't feel any competition. I just took it really slow. And so that's the comfortable yoga idea is that you're doing this to be comfortable. And so, so I think a lot of people think of yoga as being very uncomfortable because they're pushing themselves so hard right off the bat. And that, that's one approach. But there's also another approach where you start really slow. And yoga is a lot of inner work, you know? And so as you, as you quiet all this inside stuff down, um, it's really, really helpful. Yeah. The benefits from yoga are just, oh my goodness. Um, I, the biggest benefit I got is that it really connected to my body and that connection to my body was the most valuable thing I've ever gotten. Yeah. Oh, that's great, Deborah. Yeah. Um, so my connection, to my body was the number one thing. Cause I didn't realize just how disconnected I was, you know, from my, my program uh, or from my body. <laughs> I just thought program. Um, so yeah, that, that'll be it, but we'll, we'll talk about that. There, there's so many benefits to yoga. It's nuts. Your members get getting attend the training after eight weeks. Um, your members get attended. I, I'm not sure what you're saying there, but, but if like, yeah, the, the membership area for my program, you get lifetime access to. Okay. So you always have that. The phone app is, is eight weeks. Okay. Because you know, I have to pay for everyone going through that, but the membership site you have access to forever. Um, I update the trainings regularly. Um, yeah, you get to, Oh yeah. And then, then I do, I'm that's another one I'm doing. Cause I'm just doing, I'm doing a new training on the reading rehearsal tech, the, the program yourself then technique. I'm just redoing that training. And so everyone that's ever been a part of that will get access to that. And so I'm going to start doing um, occasionally like a live training for even, you know, members have gone through the full eight weeks. Right. But um, yeah, but, but you have always have access to the members area. And so when I update something that's in there, when I add new bonus programs, that's in there as well. Yeah. Yeah. You can repeat it as well too. You can repeat it a million times. Um, not through the app, the app, I, I there's a way to do it, which is, you know, good, but you can always through emails. I can reset it for you forever. It's easy for me to do. And that's something I offer, you know, to people, but yeah, it's lifetime access to all those and any updates or improvements or anything else with it. All right. 
Cool. All right, guys, I got to get out of here. I'd love to stand a little bit longer, but I got to go. So, um, yeah, I will see Jill. I'll see you tomorrow at least if I don't see you in another live before then. Um, everyone else, yeah, go get that session and um, keep, have, have a great day here, right? Thank you very much, everyone. Bye.